Welcome to Our View Podcast, where we talk about life, travel, and real estate. Join George and Lisa Hernandez each week as they share insights and parenting tips about their life as a blended family with four teens, their crazy travel and adventures, and get Lisa's pro input about real estate as she juggles it all while still managing her top producing real estate brokerage, View Properties. Hi, welcome to Our View Podcast. I'm Lisa Richard Hernandez. And I'm George Hernandez. And we are super excited to tell you today about what we've got going on coming up here. As you know, last time we had just gotten back from our trip to Key West and we had a great time there. It was so good to get out after being quarantined for so long with COVID. And we, George and I started talking and we've always wanted to do a cross country trip in our RV. I think that's a lot of people's dream um, in general. And it was just finding the right time to do it was going to be so difficult well, we started talking about all the closures and normally in the fall, we're doing our tailgating um, for college football. And we just said, you know what? I don't have 100% confidence that we're even going to have tailgating this year. Let's just go ahead and plan our cross country trip. And so that's what we decided to do. So we're super excited. We're dro- we just dropped off uh, two kids at college this week. Well, we will be dropping one off this weekend, and as soon as we drop them off with the money, we're out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Monday, we moved Lauren, my oldest daughter. Um, It's her second year at the University of South Carolina, and we moved her into her first apartment, which she's really excited about with four other girls um, as roommates, so that should be an interesting year. Although she's doing school mostly online, um, at least she'll still get some of that campus experience. And then we've got Ryan, our oldest son moving into the dorms on Sunday at three o'clock and we'll be meeting his roommate. So we're excited about that. And I think he's trying to be a tough guy and he's really excited, which is great to see, but he's trying to be like a tough guy, but I know inside he is so nervous. Yeah. It's, it popped out a couple of times. Yeah. And he, you know, he's coming, he's came into my office the other day and he was like, you know, like I'm super excited to move, but I just realized that, like, I'm not going to be living here anymore. And he packed all his things and took everything out of his drawers and has everything in his boxes. And I think he's going to be a little bit more emotional about it than he plays up to be. Oh, I, I think so, too. Uh, but I think you're going to cry like a baby, too. Oh, I know I am. <laughs> I know I am. Yeah, right. Ryan's always been George's right-hand man, oldest son, and... um always there to help him out through everything so he's been my go-to man that's right but Tyler's Tyler's stepping up yeah yeah so it'll be good so since school got postponed it was supposed to start on August 18th and George and I were going to leave all um it would have only been Tyler left at home no we didn't just leave him out with a bowl of water and uh, some some food we uh, actually have some adults staying here for six weeks at the house which worked out great so that was peace of mind for me knowing that Tyler won't be alone and that we've got people that are looking out for the house and looking out for Tyler while we're gone. So, but then they postponed school, uh, till September 8th and we had already planned on leaving on August 16th. So we're going to take Tyler, our 16 year old and his girlfriend who he's been dating for, I don't know, six months. I think it's more than that. I think it's close to a year. No. Yeah. Well, Anyways, she's a very sweet girl and we're super excited. So I think they're going to have a great time. So we're taking them for the first two weeks with us and we're driving over to Washington State. 
We're going to drop them off at the airport in Seattle and they're going to fly home from there. Let's talk about our trip. I'm sure everyone's excited. To, I'm, so everywhere we go on our trip, we're going to tell you guys about what we did and how we got there and uh, as many tips and tricks as we can. And we're going to try to crank out the podcast during this trip. So we're, we're going to put out as many as we can during the trip. We're going to give you a list of everywhere that we're going. So if any listeners are out there, just drop us a line. We'd love to talk to you and get you on the show. Yeah, or any tips or tri- um, things while we travel. So this was kind of our thought. Like, let's do a podcast about where we're going to be going so that we can hopefully maybe get some tips from other listeners who have already gone to those places. So like the first place on our on our trip is Mount Rushmore. So we're leaving... Let me just tell you, planning this trip, let's start from the beginning, has been, yes. that's like a full-time job. <laughs> we plan on being around the road for about 45 days, and we didn't want to have like too tight of a schedule so that we were had to be one place to the next. We kind of wanted to leave it a little bit loose, and then I kind of feel like maybe I learned the hard way that that isn't always the best bet if you want to see specific places like Mount Rushmore, Yellowstone. Uh-huh. We're also going during summertime, which is the busiest time. Kids are out of school. Nobody's traveling out of the country. So there's a lot of people hitting the road in the United States. And I think that's what we found is we, we plotted out the ma- uh, the, the route on rvtripwizard.com, which is fantastic app. Um, yeah, RV Trip Wizard has been a huge help. I don't know how we would have done it, honestly, without yeah, RV tremendous. Trip Wizard. How much was that a year? I don't remember. It's it's, it's like it's, a, it's already paid for itself. It's like yeah. $59 or something. I don't even think it's that much, but it's it's worth it. Give it a shot. I think they have a free trial. I'll you, put it in the show notes. Yep, yeah, you can do a little practice route, and it's awesome because it gives you everything, and you put in your details about your RV and it basically, you know, avoids bridges that are too low. It just routes you the, the, the way you need to go. Yeah. And aside from that, so basically you put kind of in where you want to head to, and then it shows all of the parks, all of the RV resorts, all the campgrounds, and then it will have the website, the reviews you can put in there, how much it is per night. It tracks your gas mileage. So you can really budget out your trip if that's something that's important to you. Um, so I've, since I've, when I started booking them, I've put in the actual numbers for each place so that we're at the end of the trip, we can tell you, this is how much it cost us to do this trip. This is how much it was for fuel. This is how much it was for camping. And I think that'll be really good information for our listeners that are interested in doing a trip like this. Yeah. Plus I'm going to, I'm going to run a log of everything also. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm really curious to see what the app comes up with and what we actually end up with. Yeah. So we, so we plotted out our trip on RV Trip Wizard, and then I went about actually going to the campgrounds to start scheduling um, reservations because we decided once we have the kids, uh oh, we better we better get like this trip planned for these first two weeks with the kids, so we know where we're going to be and we have a game plan. So generally speaking, we would not drive two ten-hour days in a row and then a seven-hour day. That's just way too much driving in a row. But since we only had two weeks, we really just wanted to get over to Mount Rushmore in South Dakota. So we were leaving Columbia, South Carolina after we drop off Ryan. We're going to drive about an hour and a half, stay a night in a pull through. And then we're going to the road early. 
and then hit the road early, drive 10 hours. We're going to stop in Crawfordsville, Indiana. Um, and I got us all pull through for little hookup sites. So that way we can just, after 10 hours of driving, not have to unhook the, the, to- the Jeep and just pull in, plug in the electric in the sewer and, and relax a little bit, go to bed and yeah. then wake up in the morning, unhook and hit the road without having to unhitch the deep and hitch it back up each time yeah that's a that's a big advantage um not having to unhook that even though it's it's not that bad but if you don't have to do it that's even better yeah so i we're gonna go from columbia to cordsville in indiana and then we check out of cordsville and we go to sioux city north koa and um south dakota that's another pull through site that's a nine hour and 43 minute drive which is long and then we check in to Custer State Park the next day. That's Wednesday. Super excited to go to Custer State Park. We've looked at all the videos and we've stalked it online. Yeah, we've definitely done our homework uh, as far as what there is to do and see. Because we don't want to get there and kind of try to wing it. We want to be prepared, especially since we have the kids with us. And we want to make it a good time for them and let them have fun. Yeah, and I'm almost tempted. I think we might go to Mount Rushmore that night because I really want to see the lighting ceremony, which I've heard was really kind of a cool thing. And then I guess it will just depend on what time we get there. But we also want to go to Crazy Horse. And then we want to definitely take the Jeep over to Badlands. But just even driving through Custer State Park, I'm really excited to see all the bison and all that kind of thing. So I don't want to give any of it away too early on. But if you have tips or advice for what to do around Mount Rushmore, we've only got three days um, which is you could spend a lot more time there. And even unfortunately, I couldn't get three days at any park in a row. So we're staying at Custer State Park for two days and then we're checking out and we're going to um, the KOA at Palmer Gulch for the last day there, which Man, is only 30 minutes away, but it just kind of stinks to have to unhook, go reset. And that's go. all right. We'll get, we'll get through it. But let me ask you a quick question since you did the last part of the research. Is it hard to get in there because it's so crowded now or is it because part of it is COVID and they're limiting the, the amount of people going in? No, um, the campgrounds that I found had nothing to do with COVID. It had to do with them being at full capacity and the size of our rig. So because we're 40 feet, there's only limited spaces. If you're in a C-class or just tent camping or anything smaller, it'll be a lot easier for you to maneuver around and to get in and out of a lot of these campgrounds and even for boondocking. But for us, because we were 40 feet, there wasn't that many places that take a rig our size um, and a tow vehicle. So all of that had to be kept into account. So I highly recommend, especially the bigger the rig you are, the farther out in advance you you book at least, if nothing less, the places that are the main tourist places. Like the Redwoods in California were... I was really nervous when I started that because that's a really important thing. I wanted, I want, I really wanted to see the redwoods, and the first like four places I checked out were like zero sites available, and I tried all the different dates. And it's such a hard thing because you don't want to book too far in advance because, God forbid, anything happens, then you got to go and cancel all those reservations you made. But if you don't cancel ahead of time, you may not get a spot. Right, exactly. So to put it in perspective, I spent, I would say, about seven hours the other day. I mean, my whole day. And I had my two laptops and three screens up. And I was checking out the reviews. I'm in a group called Where Do You Stay 
campgrounds, I think is the name of it on Facebook. I'll also put a link to that. You have to like request to be in the group and you have to abide by their rules. But you basically, the rules are that you post the name of the campground and the location um, where you stayed and reviews. And that was great because it was like very recent reviews from a lot of other big rigs and different, like you could ask anybody. I think they've got 25,000 people on there. I mean, it's oh, really wow. cool. So you just search the group on the Facebook and then RV resort, RV um, trip wizard also has reviews. So, you know, you kind of sort of read the reviews for both of them and figure out, okay, is this going to work out for me? Is this what I want? So it was really, really cool that there was like reviews everywhere. And so I, I took into account those things, what was busy, what wasn't booked. And then some of the campgrounds don't have online booking, which is also kind of a pain because then you got to call them up. I mean, it's nice to talk to a person, but then you're like, oh, wait, I better call and check on this one and make sure they confirm before I book the next place in case I can't go there or whatever. Right. So it was a very time consuming task. Um, this whole this whole planning this trip has been very time consuming. We've, we've been if you really think about it, we've been planning this trip for a month. Weeks, a month now six weeks i mean yeah and and it, it's just it's taken way longer than i i thought but you got to do it right to enjoy it and so okay this is this is a perfect example like this is our first trip and so we just started researching these places if if we were doing it on a second time around we would have the lay of the land a lot oh, better we would know much smoother. better so we've been doing a lot of research about all the places we're going and making sure that we hit all the highlights so i think that's part of what was so time consuming in addition. Well, you not know, to mention we never used any of these apps. Right. So we had to learn how to use them, how to prepare it properly. So it's been a learning curve. I think definitely our next trip will go way smoother and way faster as far as the planning. Yeah, this this app was this app was pretty really easy to learn though. I mean, I got it down uh, no problem. I, so was TripWizard, but it's just there, there's so many awesome tools to use in there that it, it just took a little bit to master it but once you did we, we the first route i planned took forever to plan and then when lisa and i started okay let's get serious and let's really plan a route that one didn't take that long no yeah it was just right. it was just a matter of finding the easiest way is put in where you're starting where you're ending and then when the route is in there then you look it at, on the route and just right. pick out places to right. stay so my biggest thing was uh, what took so much time like it was like six hours just to plan 14 days you know of the trip and so that was basically because I couldn't just go we had chosen some places and I went online to book them and then they were booked and I was like oh crap now I've got to go research this area and figure out where we can stay and Right. Some of them I had to say, okay, can we stay two days? Can we stay, you know, I wanted to stay four days and then it was like down to two days, but there's only two days here and only one day here. And how far are these places apart? And flexibility, just, flexibility, yeah. flexibility. Yeah. So after we drop off the kids, we've got way more flexibility. And what I actually did, I'm super excited about this is we signed up for harvest host. And that is, um, if you don't know what it is, it's a, it's about, well, I paid $99 for the year and that included the upgraded golf membership. Sweet. And so you can basically stay at like over 850 different wineries, farms, um, golf courses. and golf courses across the country. And you literally just go onto the app and you kind of call ahead or make a reservation and you say, Hey, I'm coming, 
meet, you know, can we, can we stay overnight? And you park in their parking lot, basically you're boondocking. There's no hookups 90% of the time. Um, and all they ask, there's no fees. It's, it's free to stay overnight. You, they just want you to buy something from their winery. And I've watched tons of reviews about this on our YouTube and great reviews. I'm super excited to meet different wine, you know, vineyard owners and farmers and just really, really cool, unique places to stay. So after we drop the kids off at the airport in Seattle, we've got about five days that are kind of like loosely, there's really no sort of specific plan right now. And then I did book us for four nights at the Redwoods in California. Excited about that. I can't wait. I've always wanted to go to the Redwoods. Never made it. Yeah. So that we're actually going to be there for Labor Day weekend for four days, which oh, I wow. couldn't believe I got that spot. And it has great reviews. We're right in the midst of all these gigantic trees. And it said it was okay for big rigs. So it should be should be really fun. And we that's where we're staying. We'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. But we're also in the middle of that going to, um, so we're going from, after we go to Custer State Park and and uh, do Mount Rushmore, then we have another like full day of driving again and we'll, we're going to Yellowstone and we're staying at the, it's in West Yellowstone. Hold on, say that again. We're going from South Dakota to Seattle to Redwood and then back to Yellowstone? No, no, no. We're going from Mount Rushmore to Yellowstone. Then we're stopping in a hot spring resort halfway between Yellowstone and outside of Seattle. And then we're staying outside of Seattle for three nights. Okay. And then we have five days off and we're going to go to California to the Redwoods. So those five days I hope we'll be spending... Um, time at vineyards in Oregon and seeing the Oregon coast. Yes. It's beautiful. Super excited. Yes. Very excited about that. And uh, Crystal Lake, I'm pretty sure is on our itinerary. Staying at Yellowstone, I think we have three nights there also um, at Yellowstone Grizzly. So is that just a name or is it in Yellowstone? It's We check in at Yellowstone Grizzly RV Pork. <laughs> RV Pork. RV Park. We check in Yellowstone Grizzly RV Park um, in West Yellowstone, and it's a pull-through site with full hookups. So we really don't have very much time at all at Yellowstone, which is kind of disappointing. I could not get longer periods of time at Yellowstone. Gotcha. And we have to get the kids back to the airport in a certain amount of time to get them back to school. So we were a little rushed through Yellowstone, which kind of bums me out a little bit. Everyone says that you can spend at least a week at Yellowstone. Oh, I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. So we'll get to see Old Faithful. I'm sure you could spend the week at all these places that we're going to. Yes. But then our trip would turn into a one-year round the country. I think it would be very easy to do that. I'm so envious of the people that are like full-timers and get to go just Yeah, and they're all like, time. just going to spend a month here in Florida and then a month in Montana and a month here. Someday, baby. Someday. Someday. Oh, yeah. Someday oh, yeah. we'll do that. But at least we're getting the lay of the land and um, the kids will get to kind of see it. We'll get to see Old Faithful and some geysers and things like that at Yellowstone and We'll have the Jeep, so that'll be really fun. Yeah. I'm just excited. I've, I've wanted to do this trip since we got our first RV. I've been pushing Lisa's buttons to, come on, let's go do a cross-country trip. And the timing was never right, but now it is, and I'm so excited to get out on the road and just experience and see 
there's so um, say it again there's so many places that i haven't seen at least i have in the seen. united states right yeah. and and we're gonna hit a lot of them and it's just i think it's just gonna open our eyes to oh my god there's just so much stuff to see and, and do and well definitely post pictures on our instagram and we're gonna do our best to do some youtube videos so that we can uh i think video you get a better feel for a lot of places but we'll yeah. do our best to, to blog and blog and put all the info down and i think probably the most valuable thing that i definitely will post at the end is our itinerary where we stayed and um the route we took on the rv trip wizard because hmm, if i, I would have had somebody else's route to just follow and plug it in i would have been super happy yeah and, and, we, and we got a lot of time we, we got a lot of people who kind of sent us routes and they said oh you should go this way don't go that way because of the hills then you know and they tried to help us, but you know, get, there's so much. It gets really right. confusing. There, there's so many different routes and so many different things to see. And it's just, it's, <laughs> you just can't do it all in one trip. I know. So we're ending in Seattle, which I really don't like because of all the stuff that's going on in the world and all the riots and all that kind of crap. I'm not super excited to go to the city, but we're staying outside the city about 30, 45 minutes. And the first thing we're going to do is a whale watching thing on Puget Sound, which I'm excited to take the kids on that. And I've always wanted to see the whales, like real whales. I know that yeah. seems like so touristy, but I'm so excited to do that. So I feel like I need to book those tickets pretty soon too, because I did I did read about that that the boats are only at fifty percent capacity because of COVID. All right, so we need to book that then. I, that's yep. definitely on the top of the list. Yeah, yep. And then um, so where do we go from there? Um, well, I've had some advice to just like visit Tacoma, which is also near um, the Seattle area. Um, and then hopefully we'll go to like, after we drop the kids off, there's this place called, um, Olympic Mount Olympic national park. Yep. It's, um, also kind of near Seattle, not too far. And there's some harvest house there that we'll in, have to see if we can either get a reservation or pop in there for a night. But I think that'll be a beautiful area, area to explore also before we kind of head down the Oregon coast and start going to some of the wineries and see the you know beautiful beaches and everything there's just so much i know there's so, so much, much. To see. but where are we going after seattle that's uh, what let's, I just, let's keep that's what i just said oregon coast and olympic national park right now where are we going next then the redwoods okay keep going and after the redwoods yeah i have no idea well we're we're we got an idea we're headed down to vegas we're headed down to arizona Right, yes, Flagstaff, Arizona, we're going to Moab, we're going to um, Denver, Colorado area, I want to see my cousins when we go out there. Right. Um, and then... So a lot of that part is, I guess what Lisa, Lisa's alluding to is that that part is not yet planned. It is we, we have loosely, the route, it's yes. It's loosely scheduled, it's not Subject booked, to change, which as I, they always say. Uh, that's another thing I was thinking is like, okay, I think we probably need to book Moab because that's going to be another tourist place. And if we don't, then we're not going to be able to spend the time that we want to spend there. Right. Also, because I know you want to destroy the Jeep. I'm not going to destroy the Jeep. I've use, seen those hills and it scares I'm the crap out of me. use the Jeep for its intended purpose. No, that Jeep. is not to like ride over gigantic rocks. Whatever. Yeah. Those um, pictures are going to be exciting. Yeah, awesome. so I am I am actually a little bit excited to do the Moab part, so we probably should get that on the books too. Um, and Las Vegas. The only reason we really want to go to Vegas, well, we've been hemming and hawing about going to Vegas because of the COVID and all the closures. 
And so we've kind of been playing it by ear just because in this world we're living in right now, you have to be flexible because God knows if they're going to close something down this week or if it's going to be open or what the rules are going to be. So that's been a huge challenge for a super planner like myself um, to be able to just be super flexible and be like, okay, I guess we're not doing that today. That's closed. Reroute. Let's pre-plan. Yeah. That's exciting and a little scary at the same time to not have a set location. You know what I mean? But that that's part of the trip. We'll, yeah. We'll once the out. kids are gone, I'm really not too worried about that part. Nah. I mean, we're self-contained units. So worst case scenario, we sleep in a Walmart parking lot, I guess. You know, we're not going to have n- not have a roof over our heads. Or, yeah. There's too many resorts know, to not find the spot. Sleep in our car or anything like that. We're going to be good yeah. to go. So. Well, that's about it. I think we've just kind of given you like a little insight and a little highlight and a, hey, this is what we're going to be doing. Keep an eye on us. Please share our podcast with your friends and family and other RVers. We're getting ready to put our lettering today. George is putting RV podcast, com, which is where you can find more information about our trip. And um, also our Instagram is at Podcast, and we'll post photos and you'll be able to listen to us on anywhere you listen to, to your podcast. So um, you can find all the links at rvpodcast.com. And again, if any of our listeners are in those areas or have any comments, feedback, instructions, anything we are, we just want to hear from everybody and hear your stories of what we should avoid or what we should do. Yeah, definitely would love tips. And if you want to leave us a tip, the, the one of the easiest ways to do it is to go to rvpodcast.com and at the bottom you can um, just send an email, reach out to us and there's a little place there. And I get so excited when people reach out to us because I know that we've had listeners on our podcast and that makes me really excited too. So drop us a line, uh, either wish us well or tell us uh, any tips you might have on any of the places that we're going on our first three weeks And uh, as we progressed on our trip, we'll keep adding to the end of it. And our our goal is to be home in 45 days. Hopefully we don't never come back. We we do have to still take care of our oldest son, Tyler. I think our friends will be tired of taking care of him by then. Maybe I'm not sure. Or maybe they'll just take him under their wing. But we do have to get back at some point. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I'll be working from the road the whole time. So fortunately, uh, Lydia, my uh, administrative assistant, is back in full swing, and she's uh, hopefully will be getting uh, finishing up getting her real estate license. That got a little bit delayed, so she'll be able to do everything that I can do besides uh, physically be there while we're on our trip, which is awesome. And then I've got Keely, um, my fabulous uh, buyer's agent, and uh, she's can handle listing appointments and stuff for me while we're gone. So we're still still working, still trying to fund this trip, but. Uh, so don't stop sending me your real estate referrals. I, I, I can still work from the road and lots of days traveling. I'll be doing, working on my marketing systems and things like that. Send all the referrals. She'll have plenty of time on those 10-hour drives to oh, yeah. list your house, sell your house, whatever you need. That's what I do. I work plenty on my marketing. Of time. Yes, I come up with great things. And I'm writing a book, so I'm working on that. So. The woman never stops. <laughs> all right, right. We look forward to hearing from you and uh, posting our, all our exciting adventures from this trip. Yep. Have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for 
joining us today on Our View Podcast. If you would like to hear more, don't forget to hit that subscribe and follow button and share this with your family and friends. You can send a direct message. Just visit www.rviewpodcast.com or follow us on Instagram at rviewpodcast. That's the letter R, View Podcast.